0: This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode two, season four of NLPS Ed Talks podcast. And today in the podcast booth, we've got Sean Johnston, our Executive Director of Human Resources. Welcome. Thanks.
1: Happy to be here.
0: <laughs> now, I got that title right, right? Executive Director of Human Resources? Correct. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Now, you're you're fairly new to the district. Um, I, well, not fairly new. I mean, there's, there's people that have been here much shorter than you. But when, when did you start with the district?
1: I'm new enough that I, I still say I'm new when it's uh, yeah. when it works into the conversation. Uh, yeah. There's lots I don't know. I started in uh, in January. Uh, January seventeenth was my first day. And, Beautiful.
0: Yeah, January seventeenth, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. So it, it's been uh, it's been a number of months now, then too. And so uh, right before that, where did you come from?
1: Yeah, my my last uh, my last gig was at the University of the Fraser Valley. Uh, campuses in Abbotsford and Chilliwack, and I was there for just about six years.
0: What were you doing with them?
1: So I was uh, legal counsel, labor and employment for a time, and then I was director of labor relations for a time there. Yeah. So labor relations and human resources work and advising and solving problems. There Uh, you
0: go. And then you smarten up, you decide, like many people, got to move to the island.
1: Yep. (laughs) We we have spent a lot of time over here a few fortuitous bounces got us over here actually we bought an old rv in uh, 2016 and planned a big okanagan trip for Mm -hmm. 2017 but then uh, there were forest fires so we we changed gears Mm -hmm. and came over here for a trip and never ended up going anywhere else so we've spent a lot of time in the summers uh, coming over to the island and uh, the whole families loved it and so we were we had our eyes open for for opportunities to move here, and then things came together.
0: Beautiful. And when you say we, who's we?
1: So my wife and I, and mm-hmm. I've
0: got two kids:
1: an 11-year-old daughter, Isabella, and a nine-year-old
0: son, Dante. Awesome names. I love it. Uh, and uh, great age at that time, right? They still like to hang out with you. They like to camp with the family.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. My kids are at that point now where it's uh, you know, hey, we've got the uh, we've got the trailer. We can take them out in comfort. They just don't want to come anymore.
1: Yeah, maybe, I think maybe that's <laughs> a,
0: a sign that you did it right, and that okay. they know what they like, and they
1: have the confidence to go do that. So, yeah. and I think it's pretty normal, but certainly through these years where. You know, they'll they'll turn over rocks on the beach with me and find mm-hmm. stuff, and and go on hikes and and swim in whatever we can find to swim in. Uh, you know, it's it's been fun and and nice to be able to take advantage of of that time spent.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you never get it back, but you can definitely have those memories. And uh, some of the good ones for me is us uh, sea, sea glass hunting on the beach some of the best times just yeah. uh, you know just walking around grabbing some of the sea glass. Well it's funny Go and it's figure. funny those beaches that have more sea glass than than other
1: beaches and you and you think oh, that's right. Why? What happened here? Yeah, yeah. We found some blue sea glass one time Ooh. and I, I thought oh, I wonder what that even comes from. But that's the
0: holy grail. That's the good stuff. Oh it right is. There. Yeah. The, the the blue and the the red if you can find oh, red. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know mostly green and brown though. Yeah, mostly green and brown, and a lot of clear as well. So there you go. Okay, um, let's let's get right into it. Let's um, as as you've um, as as I've told you on NLPS Ad Talks podcast, we always just like to get to know the people that work, live, play here in the district. And uh, of course, you've got a um, you've got a very important role in the district. But I want to go right to the very beginning and just get to know. Uh, Sean, because I think that's what a lot of people really appreciate is getting to know these people, right? And getting to know some of their some of their history, and um, so uh, early years. Let's talk about uh, where you grew up. Where are you from?
1: Yeah, and, and I'll just say to the start, I appreciate the approach. I mean, essentially, this is people work, right? And when mm-hmm. and you know, in my role, but in anybody's role in the district, we're working with people, and I think understanding where people are from and. Uh, and their history is, is important to, to helping them or working with them or in in whatever way. So I, I was uh, born in southern Ontario, raised in a small town mm-hmm. in southern Ontario called Collingwood. Uh, my my dad, after I was about 10, my dad lived in the Niagara region, so I spent a lot of time in the Niagara region nice. of southern Ontario as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so Collingwood's a small town about, when I was a kid, maybe 12,500 people. Mm-hmm. Um, couple hours north of toronto and and uh yeah so i i lived there until i was 18 i have an aunt and uncle who had moved out to bc um earlier maybe when i was 14 or 15 and i'd come out once for a summer uh, and they were in White Rock and had a boat and <laughs> nice. uh, you know it was That's great yeah it was awesome so really liked BC and then when I was 18 I, I moved out to, to BC okay and I've been out here ever since
0: okay so when you moved out to BC which part like you went
1: to went to White Rock White Rock of yeah. course okay finished finished high school um i I'd, I'd had a, a rocky uh, relationship with high school in 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 uh, the year before, mm-hmm. and felt like uh, I wanted to come out and 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 do grade twelve, uh, finish grade twelve, take the things that I hadn't finished and 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 uh, do that out here. So yep. I spent the year in White Rock doing that.
0: Beautiful, yeah, I love it. Um, uh, we, now we're we're going forward too quick. I always like to ask people, okay. you know, what what the little. What little Sean was like, right? And so you, you talked a little <laughs> bit about the rocky relationship with um, with high school, but uh, I, I'm curious, like, what what kept you busy in Southern Ontario?
1: Yeah, I mean, I when I was when I was uh, really little, we lived on up until I was about uh, ten, actually, we lived on little farms, little hobby farms, nice. and so I've got uh, an older brother, a younger brother, and a younger sister, yeah. and so yep. it was us out on the land um a lot of freedom we had I think three and a half acres one between the age of of five and ten in the in the property I remember the most from from being uh small and little creek running through it and so we caught all the critters that existed and checked them out and um spent a lot of time outdoors regardless of any weather summer winter whatever we had uh we had a lot of freedom to do that stuff we had a dog and Million barn cats and various farm animals, chickens and turkeys.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Gets a little noisy with chickens and turkeys, I hear.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But get used to it.
1: Totally, and that's—I mean—that kind of noise is 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 more calming to me than, say, traffic noise oh or yeah, something. I guess so, so.
0: right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: The rooster uh, crow is uh, is a good sound, even if it's early.
0: Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Um, you know, in, in, in chatting with you, and of course, since you've since you started here, and we we talk in the halls, sometimes we talk in the offices, and uh, so you, you mentioned eighteen, you fin- you end up here in um, in White Rock, Surrey area, South Surrey, I guess. Um, you've been working. For pretty much your entire life, you said you started working when you were about 12 years old.
1: Yeah, when I was about 12, yeah. um, you know, I wanted things that I, I couldn't ask my mom for.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: so I, my mom helped me get a job. I started uh, at a little cafe in a, a town over, in a town called Thornbury, Um just helping in this little cafe, doing whatever—so washing dishes, cleaning things up, cutting fries, cool. whatever, whatever needed to be done. I started doing that on weekends, um, and eventually found a found a job closer to home. Uh, got a job at a grocery store in town, pushing carts nice, and yeah. you know stocking shelves
0: and Good whatnot.
1: Start, yeah. So yeah, but I've done lots of work uh, over time. Uh, painted houses before, and I worked in hotels for a long time.
0: Yes, right. You, okay, so you mentioned this to me, and you um, you worked at the at, at the as a doorman, yeah, at, at one of the big hotels.
1: Yeah, as a bellman and a valet ah, and a doorman okay. at the Four Seasons Vancouver for nice.
0: nine years. The Four Seasons. Okay, so I mean, obviously one of the big hotels. Uh, I mean, if you want to stay in a pretty fancy hotel, Four Seasons seems to be the one, right? Uh, celeb sightings. Any, any big celebs? Like you open the doors, or you um, you know you see anyone sneak in the back door oh i I mean everybody
1: from the time, right yeah um, the early two thousands till from two thousand one till two thousand nine or ten when I left all the celebrities stayed there, yeah. so I don't know
0: anything you could share any any uh any highlights from that
1: you know I think what I'd say is that um
0: <laughs> you know when you like somebody's art, when you admire what they
1: do, when yeah. they have that prestige in your mind it's better just to focus on that. You know, people are just people. And so some Mm -hmm. of those celebrities, some of those musicians, some of those people are, you know, great people, and some of them are average people, and some of them are are, are difficult people. Okay. And so, you know, the... I don't know. Probably the most memorable thing, or at least the one the story I I tell my kids that they really like is uh, I watched Shaquille O'Neal get out of a Camaro one time, (laughs) and uh, just the physics of it was uh, was interesting. Totally, that's what we thought while we were watching it. No kidding. But he was a nice, very nice guy, and, uh, and just as you see on TV, very. Down to earth and, cool. and a very just what you'd expect.
0: Big guy, yeah, no Very big guy. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine the uh, that uh, that meme or well, they weren't called memes at the time, but uh, the clown car. And you get these big tall guys coming out of it, or or just a bunch of people coming out of the clown car, and it's just uh, I can imagine that being sort of the same thing. Uh, I'm totally with you on that one, and, and of course this is your story, but I like to also share as well. And um, you know, as a kid growing up in Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg Jets was a big thing. I, I even have the, the banner here on my podcast booth wall. And uh, one of the biggest players that the franchise has ever had is Dale Howarchuk, number 10, uh, Ducky. And, uh, of course, I, I liked him because we have the same name, right? And uh, there was one afternoon, Shoppers Drug Mart was holding a an autograph session, and uh, I waited in line for probably a couple hours, seemed what seemed like a couple hours. I get to the front, and he goes, oh, you know, I'm excited, right? I, I mean, to meet Dale Howarchuk and uh you know we're, we have the same name and so he goes what's your name uh dale you know, all excited right big smile on my face and he goes uh how do you spell that <laughs> <laughs> i have no word of a lie and i just thought uh great that was uh that that wasn't an experience a little bit of a downer uh but it is what it is and it's just one of those stories i get to tell over and over again
1: good life lesson maybe
0: it was yeah exactly right uh Excellent. Okay. So love that. You mentioned your family. That's, that's obviously key. And you guys are loving Vancouver Island. You like to vacation here. So why not live here? Obviously, I think that makes complete sense. Um, one thing, and when, and when I first met you, and I think when people first meet you is, uh, well, as people know, uh, that know me and have met me, I am follically challenged. <laughs> um, and so when I first met you, I went, uh, number one, I'm jealous because uh, you've got uh, hair that uh, probably looks like it's going down to past your shoulders now, Sean, and uh, you keep touching it, uh, whereas uh, I get jealous every time you do that. You just sort of <laughs> you, you bring it back. And so uh, good on you, for one, uh, for having that healthy head of hair. I think that's <laughs> something to be proud of. Uh, but the reason why I bring that up, and there is a, a very popular Person on social media right now, and I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. And if anyone's ever told you, okay, so this uh, there's this gentleman who is is known for his dance moves. He's part of this group called the Jay Creek Cloggers. I can't say that very fast. So Jay Creek Cloggers, and the hair is the same. Cool. He's got the beard as well. You've got the lighter color hair. Uh, don't know if you have the same dance moves, but um, uh, after we're all done this, I got to show you because there's there is. There's some similarities there and maybe a long lost brother or something.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really um out of touch with pop culture. Okay. If we're if we're on a trivia team and it's pop culture, we're in trouble. Okay. Sports or or, or history or or, right. or books, I'm good, but pop culture no. So I've never seen that.
0: Um Yeah. Okay, um, after we're done recording, I'm, I'm I'm breaking it out on Instagram. And I'm going to show you for sure, and maybe what we'll we do a side do. by side. We will do that, and because we share this podcast on YouTube, we're going to show that side by side, love and that's so people will know what we're talking about. The dance moves. Uh, I mean, if if you got some, uh, maybe we can maybe we can create something, and uh, we we can do something later on. Well, let's go with maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you didn't. You just mentioned something about uh, you love history. Uh, you know what's you know what is what is it about it or is there some parts of history that uh that interests you
1: i don't know what it is that i I feel like i've always been fascinated by history you know i uh i feel like i grew up around a a good shelf of books Mm -hmm. historical fiction that uh that i could always read nobody ever told me you know these books you can read, these books you can't read, and I started reading historical fiction stuff at an early age, um, and and talking to people and asking questions. Uh, when I was a kid, there were still people around that had fought in even World War One mm-hmm. and certainly World War Two, and uh, I don't know. I always I always really enjoyed history and, and geography as well, understanding, you know, what happened through time, where it happened, and how those you know how that geography might play p- a part in it um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i mean i like the nonfiction and and uh, uh that side of it i feel like if you read nonfiction, you you can figure out what happened but i really really love fiction and okay. i feel like historical fiction will take you through how it felt from from all the different perspectives to be uh-huh. in a time in a place going through something so Um, and my kids, you know, like I made sure with, when the kids were small, that I tried to be mindful of having things around that, that were, uh, enjoyable and helpful to me like atlases. So they had like, you know, the giant three foot by 18 inch, (laughs) you know, National Geographic
0: uh,
1: Atlas that I bought at some thrift store. That's probably from the eighties. Like the political geography is all wrong, but I loved seeing my kids have that on the floor and knowing where things are and, and both my kids are incredibly good with geography if we've been somewhere once they'll know how to get there ask them what direction i'm pointing and they Great. can they can answer that question
0: nice there you go and you did mention you're a reader bof- to me before and um you know is is there a book you're reading right now or something you just recently read that you uh, can share?
1: yeah i just finished a book a historical fiction book called the sun mm-hmm. um by oh by philip meyer uh yep. that was uh that was given to me as a gift by uh by Gary uh Chantel Chantel
0: Chantrell Chantrell
1: Gary yes. Chantrell yes um uh we had chatted about books and about yes. fiction and he thought this is a book that uh, I think you'll like and he was right it was great that's a historical fiction book about kind of the the brutal settling of mm. uh Texas okay um so dark Pretty dark book, but uh, yeah. interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay, and Gary, of course, is one of our teachers here yeah. in the district. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, excellent. Okay. I got it. I've tried a few times to figure out what to what to send back his way, but he's <laughs> he's read so much, so I'm still working <laughs> on it. Okay. I'm a big Cormac McCarthy fan. I don't know if you've ever read Cormac no. McCarthy. Uh, he's he's uh, he's written some things you'd know the movies of maybe like The Road or No Country for Old Men. Oh yes. Or all the pretty horses. But I've right. always been uh, like a bit of a. Uh, Fascinated nerd of his work, I've read all his books a couple times at least, um, and he hasn't put anything out for 16 years. Two books coming out in the next uh, two months. Oh yeah, so, yeah, so I bet you're excited. I'm, you? pretty excited. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty
0: excited. Well, there you go. Um, well, good, and thanks for sharing that. It's always nice to know what uh, what type of hobbies or what things that you like to do uh, when you're not at work I and mean, all these hours in the day. So I appreciate that. Um, y- you talked a little bit about uh, finishing up high school in in Surrey, or rather. White Rock. Um, I, I notice people when, um, when when they tell me where they're from, and, and this is a, an aside here, is uh, I find a lot of people I say, where you're from? They say, South Surrey. Right, uh, and, and I, I always wondered about that, right? Or they say White Rock, which is technically, I guess, South Surrey as well, right? So uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not a Lower Mainlander, but I think that um, you know people have to be very clear on on what parts of the mainland they're from. I guess uh, I've always wondered why South Surrey. Why can't you just say Surrey? Anyways, I'm not asking you to answer that question for me. It's just an observation.
1: Well, and and you know when I I, I lived in White Rock, crossed yeah. 16th into South Surrey, okay. to to <laughs> go to high school every day. Okay, there you go. I think I mean. Uh, you you know, I think Surrey's really big it's geographically, right? Yes, so yeah. I think that people, you know, add a, a level of definition onto it. I'm mm-hmm. new to Nanaimo, so people will say, oh, I live in these different areas. Oh, yeah. Somebody said, yeah, oh, right. I forget, like, that's Upper funny. University or something recently. Oh, I've never i never heard like, that. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. Yeah. Um, but University Heights? Or University something? Heights. That's, that's what, what it yes. was. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I... I Quickly jump on Google, put a map in front of me, and yeah. and, and get situated. I think that's how my brain works. But uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There I you think go. people say it because they want to give you a sense of, of place to connect with them. Yeah. They say South Surrey. I think some people say White Rock when really they live in South Surrey, and then others get mad because there's like some <laughs> status around the, yeah, the thing. I there. think that's
0: what uh, that's what my thought was. There was a little bit of status there too. I didn't want to say it, but thanks for bringing it up. Uh, good. Now um, finished high school and decided. Well, you worked for a bit, obviously, but. And you uh, you ended up going to university. what did you do in university? Yeah, well, just
1: finished high school. I went up to Whistler for a couple of years. Worked up there. Cool. Um, nice. Had fun. put a Put a lot of days on a snowboard. Worked a couple jobs. I didn't. I, I even uh, I did maintenance job up there. <laughs> I did a telemarketing job up there. Nice, excellent. Um, yep. And and had some fun. Made some lifelong friends. Um, yeah, and then came back here and worked and, and lived. I I, I met. Who, who's now my wife, um, and she was going to school, and she inspired me to take a couple university courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I was uh, I started. I took two courses up at Cap College. I was living in North Van, and then we moved in together um, in in Vancouver on the east side of Vancouver off Fraser, and uh, so I switched over to Langara and started taking courses. I had to upgrade a bunch of stuff because mm-hmm. I'd been out of school for a while, and I took science courses and and I just. I, I just loved the learning. Was fascinated by it. I, I translated that into studying agriculture, oh. um, and went to UBC. And uh, I didn't actually I haven't finished my undergrad. I, I got into law school with three credits shy or three courses shy of, of finishing my undergrad. And I, I intend to and, uh, and will one day. But I didn't. W- I don't want to pull time away from my kids at this po- time in my life. Right. So
0: then went to UBC Law School. Um, Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's, now uh, that you've said you've gone to law school, let's, let's talk about it. So UBC Law School, uh, how many years is is that program? Three years. Three more years. Okay. And uh, at this point, you felt like you pretty much figured out your life? Oh, at this point? Yeah. I don't know. I I,
1: I, I just sometimes try to figure out uh, the day or the week or yeah, right. the month. I mean, life's got lots to to, to offer at different stages. I, no, I mean, I, I, I was very happy to get into law school, very excited. It yeah. was, uh, I started first year, uh, I worked w- uh, at the hotel uh, while I did my undergrad. I always worked and I worked mm-hmm. summers. I worked on farms in the summers and at the hotel. Um, and... When I got into law school a couple weeks into first year, I was like, Oh, I don't think I can work. Uh, it was just, it's, it's, there's so much learning, it's so new, and I, I really wanted to be dedicated to it. And, uh, and so that was the f- first time in a long time that I, uh, didn't have a job and just focused on, on school. Uh, first year's big, you know, general year. You learn a little bit of everything, uh, and, and it helps you figure out what you want to do. When I'd worked at the hotel, I'd worked as a shop steward in the union okay. and, I, and I liked that work because I could help the people I worked with. I could work with HR there to solve some problems. that yeah. um, had a collective agreement and I felt I found that I could uh, figure out where in that you know was language that that uh, could give us some guidance whenever you know somebody was had a problem they yeah. wanted to solve. Uh, so I kind of d- liked that area uh, of things, and uh, actually the the HR guy there, John, had uh, mentioned to me the law firm that that they'd used, and and somebody knew there that I that I had a chat with, and ended up articling at a labor and employment firm yeah. in Vancouver, Harrison okay. Company, and yes. uh, so company. so I focused on on labor and employment. Uh, in second and third year, the first year is all set for you, and second and third year you can kind of pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So I did that and did other thi- other areas of the law as well, and uh, yeah, and then I articled at Harrison Company uh, at the summer between second and third year, and then after I finished. And then
0: after you finished, okay. Yeah. And artic- articling is something that um, all law students have to do once once completed the, the program, I guess? Is that how it works? Or? Yeah,
1: so to become a lawyer, you need a, a law degree. Yep.
0: Um, And then you need to be called to the bar. And so to be called to the
1: bar, you need to article under a principal. Yep. And then, uh, so that's about, I forget, I think it's about, you do that for about nine months, and then you take a three-month course Mm -hmm. through the Law Society and write the bar exam.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, of course, lawyers uh, very prominently portrayed in in books, in movies, TV shows, all of that stuff. So uh, did you get into any of the you know, getting into the the courts or civil or, or any of that, like where, you know, you, you get uh, people like Jack Nicholson and uh Tom Cruise and <laughs> in a room and uh, you know. It's definitely my
1: experience has been that it's 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 not um it's not exactly like the movies portray it or the shows portrayed. I think they might be I picking and choosing the more exciting that. parts. Okay. Um, I did run a criminal trial as a law student. There's a program there to help people who can't afford counsel. And okay. uh, I did like a half-day criminal trial, uh, which was super fun, super exciting. And uh, my client was found not guilty, which was the outcome I was uh, advocating for. Um but yeah, labor law labor law is a bit different. You know, I've 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 been part of um, cases I've juniored in a, in a case in BC Supreme Court, and I've done arbitrations. So arbitrations are a little bit like uh, a court case. You know, the rules of law apply, mm-hmm. but they're done you know in a hotel conference room with an arbitrator uh, who, who's like a judge chosen by the parties. Yes, and it's intended to be. You know a little n- less formal and and more uh more condensed more um you know if we can get through this to a decision quicker and easier that's better to help the parties mm-hmm. move forward in labor law we uh you know us in the union are are going to be partners and working together in this work forever. In lots of other areas of the law, you know, the touch points between the parties are are one touch point, a contract dispute, or people divorce and go their separate ways, Mm -hmm. or or somebody, you know, goes through a criminal trial and, and, you know, that, that's over. But, but in labor law, the, the relationship goes on. So that arbitration process is intended to help the parties answer questions that they're not able to to agree upon themselves, but also to do it in a way that helps preserve the relationship uh, going forward.
0: There you go. And obviously, natural fit um, for the position that you're in now and, and when you were at the University of uh, Fraser Valley. Um, and so let's just transition right into just uh, where you are now. And so you've been here since January been here for about 10 months roughly just under 10 months right so um you know thoughts thoughts on uh thoughts on the district uh, you know love to get your observations and then uh, moving forward what are your next steps
1: yeah it's it's been awesome um you know one thing we we realized when we first got over here so i started in january and got over here um part time and was going back and forth until easter and then the whole family moved mm-hmm. over so um we realized that, you know, as much as we came to the island a lot, we kind of ripped through Nanaimo on our way to whatever campsite we had booked, yep. and so, you know, we've spent uh, we've spent the last whatever it is six months or so really exploring Nanaimo, and we have lots more to explore. But it's been it's been awesome learning the spots. Uh, we're at the river one evening this this week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yep. checking out the fish. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, this is my first job in, in this sector, in K-12. to uh, Before the university, I worked in healthcare in a similar role. Mm. So learned that sector quite a bit, learned university sector quite a bit, and now uh, new to the K-12 to sector. And it's been fantastic. Um, you know, when we knew we wanted to move to the island, I was, you know, I had a job I really liked. I had a job where... Um, I was learning a lot and getting interesting experiences. So I, I, I wanted to be picky about what I wanted, where we landed, what the job was. Um, and, you know, I just couldn't have been more fortunate and, and made a better choice. I feel like the, uh, you know, and, and I did some homework coming mm-hmm. over, but it's panned out. You know, I think we we work for and with uh an awesome senior management team um, we have great employee groups um, good relationships with both the unions we deal with um, so it's been it's been great you know I think it's I try to judge look at it evaluate it through this lens of I'm new here uh, there's so much I don't know um, how how does that how do people react to that right so people have been so helpful when I work with uh, Whoever I'm working with, be it a, a, a colleague or, or the union, if I don't know, I don't know the acronym that we're using, which is in the public sector something <laughs> we lot. do to each other. Yeah. Um, you know, and I and I bring that up. People, everybody, you know, they'll slow down and go, okay. Let me give you a little bit of history on this. Let me tell you what that means. Let me let me get you there. So, you know, the collaborative nature of this. I also, you know, I feel really at home in this in this work. Like, you know, the every day we're contributing to you know the the education of of this group of kids from k to twelve um and it's and it's just satisfying to be able to play a positive role in in that in the development of this whole group of kids in this in this uh in this location so no it's been it's been great my kids are part of you know the school district as well there you go although they they tell me you know um Stay at the back. <laughs> you don't need to come visit my school too much. I, I've
0: got this, which which is great. They do. Yeah, okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, um, I, I love that. I I have uh, in the past myself. I've I've went and visited the kids' schools, and uh, you know they would see me, and and I guess it was still at that age where they were still excited to to see see me as opposed to being embarrassed that dad was at the school so uh that's that's pretty funny and you gotta you gotta love that um you know just just being where you are right now it sounds as if you found uh the right place to be at the right time in your life um you know like you said Nanaimo was always that place that you just drove through which that's the same story for so many other people saying that um you know yeah I've been to Nanaimo and I jokingly always say Um, And if they're not from here, I say, well, on the way to Tofino right or, or on the way to Parksville and that's that's always the case but I know the city of Nanaimo is, is doing a lot of great things and they're trying to promote um, the city as well and trying to keep people in the city so that's that's always good news as well um, so so what about uh, like next steps let's let's talk about the uh, the position as well uh, you're in 10 months um, long term what's um, what's the goal and and before I, I let you go on I mean under just in, in your watch under the 10, ten months I mean, our our staff complement has grown considerably um, over the last few years. But even just in the last few months, we're consistently uh, looking for more staff. Right, everything from from teachers to support staff in the classroom to support staff uh, that work in facilities and other departments. And so, um, I don't I don't see an end to this. Uh, Nanaimo is just continually growing. So I'm curious as to what a strategy would be for somebody in in HR.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh it's a good question, it's an interesting, you know, new world that, mm-hmm. we, that we've entered uh, in many ways. Uh, when I started working, I talk about working in restaurants and grocery stores and stuff. You know, you, you said thanks to your boss on the way out the door at the end of your shift, but uh, in, in this world, we thank the employees on the way out mm-hmm. the door at the end of the shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciating the people you have and, and building a great culture, um, a workpla- great work- workplace culture is, is key in organizations, I think especially in our org- types of organizations in the public sector, you know, the the... Salaries and benefits and pension are are set and pretty mm-hmm. consistent across the board, across the public sector. So what, what can we do to attract and retain people? And a lot of that, uh, in my view, is um, building great workplaces, building places people people do great work when they're happy. People do great work when they're doing what they love and what yeah. satisfies them and of course every day doesn't look like that for anybody right um but uh i like i love always working on that so um continuing the good work other people have done in the district and and just making sure that we're working collaboratively with with our unions with our people and and utilizing um the skill sets we have to to have great workplaces and I think it's particularly important in this work we do because um, you know kids know what's going on kids know the feelings of those around them and, and when we make great uh, when we have great workplaces in schools and classrooms it's good for kids so um, you know that's just something I don't have all the answers and 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 uh, or you you know it's something that i think i has always been top of mind for me where where i've worked i want it for myself i want it for my colleagues and so it's i think it's work that we we'll all continue to do uh Always and there's a couple other things I, I see as, as in the same boat. Um, indigenization is incredibly mm-hmm. important. It's been it's been great coming over here. You know, like where I worked uh, in in Stolo territory in in the Fraser Valley, uh, the university had a great relationship with with the Stolo people and I learned a lot and uh, had some great experiences. Um, but the, the Stolo are different in in ways than cinemamic I'm sure they're similar in ways and different in ways so it's you know it, it it's great to come over here and have the opportunity to learn more and learn and learn a different way mm-hmm. and a different land um, so I'm on that journey I'm a learner in that journey um, you know I got some good advice from auntie Joan this summer when I asked about you know what I can what I can do to to, to keep going i always worry I, i'm unilingual and i have my kids in french immersion to to ameliorate that for the next generation but i do struggle with the uh, with the halcomenum i struggle i need to read it more mm-hmm. if i just hear it i don't seem to be able to retain it um so i was talking about that i'm struggling with that and what can i do and her auntie joan gave me some great advice which was you know just learn from the land mm-hmm. in 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 the way that that uh that that works for you. And I took that to heart and, and it's quite naturally what I enjoy and like to do. So this summer we spent a lot of time with the kids on the land, snorkeling the Nanaimo river and checking out the creatures and, and doing <laughs> hikes and, yep. um, you know, we caught some, some baby gently caught and released some baby uh, salamander nymphs. And okay, nice. yeah, so, so, wow. you know, <laughs> slowing down a bit to, to get up to speed in that. But I, I love the indigenization work, um it's vitally important to me that every kid going through school can see themselves being successful in whatever it is that that drives them whatever interests them whatever you know they they want to do and so there's always work to do in in that realm and i'm uh i feel privileged i feel um grateful to be a part of that work and the same goes with the, the Jedi work, we're calling it, justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Yep,
0: big one. Work,
1: yep. um, you know, same thing. I want kids to be able to be themselves. And maybe it goes a bit back to the hair, you know? Like when we started out <laughs> working, Dale, Gotta we're, we're of the again. same All generation. Right. Okay. Yep. And I remember you couldn't you couldn't have a beard at work. I, I went on oh, vacation yeah. from the hotel yeah. one time and, and came back, and, they, and I'd gro- grown a beard, and they said, <laughs> you can't have a beard. I said, really, I can't have a beard? At, like, Tell me what explain that to me. You know, help me understand that. And they actually ultimately said, Fine, you can have a beard, you know, keep it keep it nice. Right. But it's important to me. Like it does it's actually quite arbitrary. It's actually like people's ability to perform the competencies of their position um, are accentuated when they're able to be who they are and feel who they are. Um and so um yeah, Jedi work's really important. I want people to be able to <laughs> Uh, to be themselves and and be successful. I want to, a lot of that work has to do with ensuring that our systems are, um, that we take a look at our systems and make sure we upgrade our systems so there's not any, uh, so we we get rid of, we know there are. Of course, there's colonial and and white supremacist and racist parts built into the systems that, that we operate in our society. So I think it's important that we work on on those and take a hard look at how everything operates to ensure that there's uh not boundaries, arbitrary boundaries to people's success based on, you know, all the protected grounds under the human rights code. Yes. Uh, and I think, you know, yeah. kids get this better than we do. I think kids are aren't born with discriminatory or, or hateful attitudes or or, mm-hmm. or even like um an understanding of um, systems that are that are tilted in 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 favor of of one group over the other. So I think we have a lot of opportunity to learn from the kids that we work with in the district and make them part of the solutions um, to these types of problems.
0: You know, Sean, I, um, I got to say, uh, just just after you sharing all of this, the Jedi work, uh, indigenization. I think that's all really important pieces that we're at, we as a district are working on right now. Um, I, I have to uh, just say thank you. You know, thank you for 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 choosing to come and work here because I think in just the time that I've worked with you, I've I've seen some some great great work. Um, we we definitely need uh, you know leaders uh, in in human resources. Uh, you've you've got the history, you've got the experience, and I think that um, just you even just loving to be here on this land and and uh, you know loving this part of the country already anyways. Uh, it just it it makes it like you said just uh, loving your job and, and loving who you are and and just uh, I gotta say I can't can't say anything more great things about you Sean I've I've only you know talked to you for the last ten months but uh, I think that we've we've got some great things coming up in HR so um, I just want to thank you for for joining us on the NLPS Ed Talks podcast uh, looking forward to talking with you again maybe in a year or two just seeing where we're at at that time what do you think.
1: Sounds great. I really appreciate being here, Heichka. And uh, yeah, you know, I'll just I'll just say I'm a part of that work and I'm I really appreciate being it takes it takes everybody, you know. As, as a, a white guy, I, I don't know what I don't know, and everyone has their blind spots. So um, look forward to continuing to work with you and the team and everybody that we work with to, uh, to just continually do this work and make this a better
0: place for the kids we serve. Love it. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Here, take care.